0: We have big news uh, as the playoffs will be uh, powered by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. But uh, we have Andy Kretzinger in the Southeast Iowa Union. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the scores tonight. We're going to get into those brackets, but I want to mention the rest of the sponsors uh, that give us high school basketball all season long, which is kind of winding down here. Finally, uh, there's still some games, though. Uh, But it's uh, Iowa Tire of uh, Fairfield, Iowa, Uh, Rob Moore uh, and the Livestock Risk Management Partnership there in uh, Mediapolis, 4M Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, uh, uh, that's the sponsors, I appreciate them. Andy, you Hello. had a pretty exciting game, a game that I was following along with. Uh, uh, and as a Trojan, it, it kind of broke my heart. I was had so many big hopes and cheers uh, uh, that they were going to get this one. It looked like they had a real good chance till about under two minutes left in the game when uh, Mid Prairie started knocking down some threes. Why don't you uh, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the game you were at tonight?
1: Yeah, well, it was a really physical game, um, which seemed to um, help uh, Fairfield. You know, Fairfield isn't the, uh, they don't, its not the prettiest team as far as um, you know, scoring a bunch and um, and you know, getting great shots and all that stuff. But they are a, a very scrappy team, especially uh, Luke Congzil, who was uh, kind of a, a, a huge reason um, that they were even still in this game. Um, you know, Fairfield's undersized, uh, but he, he was able to kind of spearhead the. Uh, the fight inside, they got a ton of loose balls. They got a ton of offensive rebounds. Uh, Mid-Prairie did end up winning this 65-55, to but um, Fairfield was actually down 10-0 to right off the bat. They had to erase that lead, um, got it tied. Actually, they took the lead in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, it kind of went back and forth. Um, Riley Perkins, uh, 25 points tonight. He hit seven threes, which ties um, Tate Allen's school record, uh, his, his former teammate's school record. Um, one off from um the record and um yeah uh brady uh, weber had 14 points and um ace peck had 13 for mid prairie um and bryce henry also had 13 and bryce henry uh, had a a couple of huge um threes late in the game uh brady weber i think maybe had four points going into uh maybe midway through the third quarter and he just started attacking the rim and so uh yeah, it was almost a stumbling for Mid-Prairie, but Mid-Prairie has now uh, won at least the last, what, five, six games? Uh, probably our hottest team right now, actually.
0: Yeah, I uh, haven't got a chance to see them this year, but I did. Uh, they shoot threes real good. They play real good at the end of the run, they shoot free throws really good, and that's a, a good recipe for winning a lot of games, I'm thinking. Yeah, shoot. I mean,
1: they're one of the better shooting teams, and they also, like, they, they can go up and down. You know, they, they sub enough guys to wear... Uh, they look good in kind of a track meet ty- st- uh, style of game. Uh, they're usually pretty good at rebounding the ball. This is, a, you know, just a kind of fell on the short end of the loose balls and the rebounds and stuff today. Um, but uh, yeah, they have talent. They like to get out and run. Uh, with uh, I saw them come back uh, and beat Washington the other day when they were down eight or nine in the fourth quarter, and uh, a big part of that was just was just running, uh, you know, as much as they could, getting as many shots and possessions as they could uh, by speeding up the game. So, uh, yeah, Mid already we knew we had, they had a lot of talent, um, and Ace Peck could make 10 threes in a game for all, you know, w- win one of these close games because he's so deadly from outside. So, um, yeah, it was a fun game. I, I thought Mid would probably win by more. Um, it was a, well, probably the best game I've seen Fairfield play this year, um, just as far as the toughness. And so, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun one.
0: Well, uh, speaking of uh, you had, you had a little record-breaking performance in that game, uh, I want to mention another record-breaking performance uh, uh, against a team that you cover. Uh, as the Holy Trinity Crusaders took on the Highland Huskies, they put 107 points on the board uh, to four, against 46 for Highland. Uh, uh, and Luke Hellage uh, uh, sets a school record of 45 uh, points in the game as he broke the 1,000-point uh, 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 mark uh-huh. against Danville the night before. So uh, 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 hats off to Luke Elledge uh, down there at Holy Trinity. I know his, it's his senior year, I think, and he's, well, maybe it ain't, but uh, he's trying to get I what think, he can I get. Think,
1: I think end- he is a
0: senior. Uh, yeah. Have to check. Yeah, uh, I believe, to- you know, so he's probably just, you know, trying to end his career on a high note. That's a pretty high note.
1: Yeah, that is, and uh, Holy Trinity in general is on a very, um, high note right now. Uh, one of the uh, uh, better teams. I know they lost to Danville um, the other day, but they had a great showing at the Super Conference Shootout. Um, they recently um, uh, they were on a on a huge run. If actually, if you if you uh, combine the girls and boys records together, they're like forty and seven or something like that. So it's a it's a good winter for uh, Holy Trinity.
0: It sure was. Well, uh, Speaking of a good night, uh, the Kyoto Eagles uh, had a good night, a very good night against a very good uh, a team, a very familiar team to them. Uh, the Sigourney Savages, who have come into this game, I think, were had won nine out of 10 games, but it was not to be for the Savages tonight as uh, the Kyoto Eagles uh, uh, defended home turf with a 75 23 win. How about that?
1: Uh yeah, that's a uh, uh just they just keep uh, winning, winning and winning. Um they beat uh, Cardinal the other day by 40 something points. So, uh, I think they're that that's the last regular season game I believe. So that is a undefeated um uh, regular season for Kyoto. Um I mean, in all the last 3 or 4 years of this uh with the kids they have right now playing varsity, um they've had about the best record uh of our teams that we cover. So, Um, We'll talk about the the playoffs here in a second, but they've definitely earned their uh, high ranking and their one seed in the sub-state.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, if Kyoto's going to play somebody, uh, I don't care who that somebody is, if one of those teams isn't going to shoot well, it's not going to be Kyoto. Yeah. They are on a tear. they got the nine seniors. I'm telling you, um, I'm not guaranteeing it or anything, but I think this team's got a shot at the state title. What do you think?
1: Uh, definitely, and going through their um, their district and substate, you know, they're they're going to be playing a good amount of um, familiar teams. Uh, you know, assuming they're winning this game, they um, they got English Valley, Zerma, uh, Squawky Settlement first, um, and you see a lot of those more um, central teams in their substate here, uh, North Tama and BG Brooklyn. Uh, they're probably going to want to play those one of those teams. Um, you got familiar teams like Bell Planet and Iowa Valley on the bottom uh, they could end up playing one of them or HLB Victor um, Gladbrook-Reinbeck is the second seed there uh, Kyoto would be favored in that and then um, on the other side uh, the favorites come out of the other sub-state is Key Lansing who I think uh, isn't, I'm not sure if they're really highly ranked in the high school athletic association uh, poll but on BC Moore rankings they're uh, pretty high I thought uh, Kyoto would probably uh, end up getting mixed in down here somehow. But I guess now that I think about it with as with good, many good 1A teams, uh, I should have known that they would have ended up uh, more towards central Iowa with, with that thing. But a lot of those games are going to be in Kyoto because uh, because they are the one seat.
0: Yeah, uh, and then they will go to neutral courts. Uh, yeah. Um, and they get the buy, kind of first-round buy deal, too. So, uh. Well, uh, there's another game that I'm aware of. I'm not really aware of the score, although – Waco was quite a bit ahead when I started watching the Fairfield game because it was so close. And, and, uh, um, well, I'm getting my heart ripped out on that one, but, uh, not that I like, I like mid-peri anyway, so that's, okay. yeah. But, uh, uh, Waco and Pecan, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about this one because this is the first-round matchup.
1: Yes, yes, it is. And it's a, uh, it's a North Division battle, so they'll be playing
0: three times this year. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, that bracket is kind of all squunched together with a lot of teams from around here.
1: It is. It is. And it, I think that um, it was probably hard to um, seed some of these teams. Let me go back to see this. This is Substate 5, District 9. Uh, we have New London and Columbus who just played. New London just beat Columbus by, I think, eight or nine points at the shootout. Uh, the winner of that will play Winfield. We got Danville
0: Who won the 60. shootout, in New London?
1: Uh, New London beat Col- Columbus in the shootout the other day, didn't they?
0: They did in the shootout. Uh, yes. But they have to play again in a play-in game. Yes, this Friday. That's Friday. That's okay. That's what I thought. Yep, that's this is Friday night, and, and then Monday. Will be <laughs> the first day all the teams play. Well, I'm so glad we called you because I can't keep none of this straight.
1: Yes. Uh, so Monday's when when all when a lot all the teams play, and in the in the the most local of all the sub-states would be substate five which has district nine and ten and then nine it's going to be winfield union versus either new London or columbus danville versus sigourney notre dame versus guavalo waco versus pekin so if all the favorites were to come out of of that you could have the potential of winfield my union and danville playing uh in one semi one district semi and then notre dame and waco playing one district semi which i would hope that they would put in the exact same gym and just do a double header. Cause I would be, uh, uh, really excited to see both of those games back to back.
0: That would be exciting. Uh, do they do that at the neutral sites? They do two games
1: at once. Uh, they do usually they start, I, I've had a hard time seeing the sites. Usually they, they release the sites with it. And, and this year is the first year they've kind of, they've, they they put the substate brackets out with any, without a lot of in, any information. So I'm going to check to see if they've got the sites up. Um, but there'll definitely be neutral sites deeper into the, you know, the, like the 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 district finals will be neutral, and the sub state finals will be neutral. Um, I think uh, New London uh, was their only state qualifier last year, and they played all the way up in uh, they play in Iowa City somewhere. No, they played at Solon, I think, actually, uh, in their sub state against uh, uh, Marquette Catholic. So. Um. So in that uh, sub-state also, that sub-state 5, Holy Trinity is actually the one seat on the other district, which means um, the number, you know, if it's number one versus number one or whoever comes out of that, if Holy Trinity can get out of 10, you know, you could get a Holy Trinity versus Winfield final or Holy Trinity versus Notre Dame or Danville or Waco, uh, which would be an all-super conference uh, final.
0: Wow, okay. So there, that, that, that clash could happen,
1: huh? Yes, it could. It could happen on the... I guess, in stage, actually. Um, Holy Trinity does have North Mahaska and Montezuma in there. Uh,
0: uh, and they've got Moravia. Uh, uh, and they've got I'm Moravia. thinking Moravia is a lot more dangerous than people think.
1: Yes, Moravia, which would be their potential second-round matchup. Uh, so it's it's not an easy one. To align. And it's a lot of the teams you know, that we've kind of talked about, they, they didn't do a lot of splitting um, of the teams in Southeast Iowa and Southern Iowa. They're all in the same little group here. So... Uh, only one of them come out can come out of that and then uh and that doesn't you know i have to reiterate that is a totally opposite sub-state as uh Kyoto substate. so you know those those teams like if you wanted to see Kyoto play waco or winfield or holy trinity or whatever that would have to wait to see if they can both make it to the uh, state tournament
0: yeah there's a chance uh, uh of that um yeah but um I'm pretty excited about how this is shaking out. What what about uh? So I think that's gonna be a fun one. You know, there's some big matchups in that. Pekin, Waco, Winfield. Uh, who who uh, uh who else is in that one? Um, so that one would be let's see.
1: So New London and Columbus start out. Minutes, uh the winner of that plays Winfield Matt Union, uh, and then it would be. Uh, sorry, the winner of that plays. Wait a minute. The winner of that plays. Yeah, went for that union. And then Danville Sigourney,
0: Notre Dame w- Wapolo, and Waco Piquet. Well, uh, the Notre Dame Wapolo uh, is going to be a repeat of the Super Conference. And although Wapolo has had one fantastic uh, second half and uh, the Landskid has just played otherworldly, uh, uh. They, they were much too much for them there. Uh but the Sigourney-Danville game does intrigue me. A uh, uh, newly minted Danvillian uh, Scotty Melvin uh, yes. has started going to the uh, Danville games, and he's pretty high on them. Says they're pretty dangerous. Uh, I was thinking, uh, going into this, a couple of what I would think the lower seed teams that were dangerous would have been Sigourney and uh, 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 Danville. as I've seen Sigourney play very well, and... Uh, um, Yates hit seven threes the other night. Uh, So they're capable of shooting well and and scoring a lot of points and trying to stay in games. But this Danville team has this orth kid, and they're big, and they're strong, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're playing really good ball right now. So uh, uh, that seemed like a pretty good matchup.
1: Yeah, and Danville Danville can can run. Um, I saw them play against New London, um, and they looked really good in that one. They've obviously – I mean, they just beat Holy Trinity, which is a a one seed in a – uh, a different district so if you're uh, the one you know if you're a, t- a high seed in, um, in their district obviously they have the talent to be um, kind of highly ranked teams so I think that there are you know four or five teams um, I mean that's, a, that's honestly that's a really good district District 9 it's uh, a pretty good movie too about 10 years ago but um, you know those are, those are teams um, obviously when Finan Union goes without saying but Notre Dame and Waco both have the talent uh, to be a state team And I think, yeah, as you said, Danville and Sigourney are really uh, dangerous. You look at at Pekin. um, I think Pekin is a a dangerous team out of the North there, too. And Pekin uh, is one of our teams that...
0: Yeah, I like like them to surprise somebody, too. But uh, the Waco doesn't seem to be a good matchup for them in in advancing.
1: I, I would say that Waco is the toughest. They have to be the toughest three seed. Of the entirety of Class One A, Waco has the talent of a of a one or a two seed. You know, uh, um, I don't know. If they haven't played Notre Dame this year, uh, but if it's Waco versus Notre Dame, and I would hope that they don't have Notre Dame host. But a lot of times they do, and I sometimes think it's unfair because uh, they just have it in Burlington because you know because it's the venue or whatever. And I always think like you know it's kind of a true road game for whoever plays against uh, Notre Dame. But I would. You know whether whether that's uh, in Burlington or in you know Mount Pleasant or wherever that winds up, uh, that would be uh, one of the games of, of that. That's probably the most exciting second round matchup that I can see here of all of our teams, including the
0: two A's. Well, there's a, there's a couple schools uh, that are in the play-in game that you cover both of these schools, Columbus and New London. Can you handicap yeah. that a little bit for me? Yeah,
1: well, it's uh, it's, it's kind of easy to handicap because they just played uh, the other day. Uh, it's it's a team where, um, you know, Columbus has slowly gotten uh, better the last couple of years. New London is obviously a, um, I, I almost think that we we previewed this the other day because of the the shootout. New London is obviously a, a young team, you know, they get a lot of points out of their sophomores. Um, it's a school that has been in at least the district semifinals since, you know, probably since I started doing sports over here. Um, so this is the lowest seed they've had in a long time. Um, but you know they they don't have the same Porter and Benjamin that they did last year, but they they have one of each and um, um, and and London Franklin has came on, so they're a really young team. Uh, I don't know that you know that's good or bad at this point. You know you you could be young and, and free uh, versus you might be a little tighter if you're an older team or or, um, or the experience there. So I, I think that'll be a really close game, um, and then obviously Winfield has a huge advantage in having a bye and then playing the winner of that three days later when it's probably going to be a, a really close game.
0: Well, I don't think either one of these teams has enough uh, gas in the tank to um, take on a, a, a Winfield Mount Union. But I do think that this could be a nice little springboard of a win, uh, a, a playoff win for uh, a young team, a young New London team that's very young, or or a team uh, like Columbus is trying to build a uh, Although um, New London did get the better of them here recently,
1: they did, and you, they
0: always say like, "Oh, it's hard to beat
1: a team two or three times." I think for high school kids, it's probably encouraging to to see a team that you've already beaten, uh, just because you you know you've already figured them out. So um, we'll see the varsity bounds messing up on me. I was going to see the stats from that game, but um, oh,
0: well. but yeah, well, and I, I mean,
1: obviously, Winfield's going to be such a huge favorite no matter
0: well, what we started with that bracket because it had a lot of the schools that you covered and uh a lot of the southeast iowa schools anyway in it. what about some of these other ones what you got your eyes on uh schools that you're covering uh brackets uh that we haven't talked about yeah well we don't have too much more for one i'll say for you uh
1: linville sully is a one seed in one of the districts that would be opposite of the two we just talked about so they won't run into anybody and then they've kind of thrown uh, like Hillcrest Academy plays Lone Tree in a to- in, in Substate Four, which is a totally different Substate altogether. That's the one with Marquette Catholic in it, but it would be a long time before they um, would have to play there. So maybe Hillcrest Academy, that that you know, or Lone Tree, whoever comes out of that, maybe that's a, kind of a blessing in disguise that that um, they've had trouble against the top teams um, in the Super Conference, and they'll be playing less Super Conference teams. Uh, maybe maybe have better luck up there. Um, and then also, you know, you have North as a, uh, a one seed. Um, and then, you know, St. Mary's. If those are the teams that, if you get to state, those are the, the teams that you might be facing. Uh, in 2A, now, these are smaller uh, di- brackets because there's less teams in them. Um, but if you look at Substate 5, District 9, we have a uh, union area battle uh, between Mid-Prairie and Cardinal, um, the first round, which is on Monday. And then the winner of that will get Eddieville Blakesburg. The uh, district nine has four, uh, so it has six teams total. Four of them are from the South Central Conference. Albia Centerville, Cardinal, and Eddieville Blakesburg. And then the number one seed in that is Pella Christian. So if Mid Prairie or Cardinal wants to make a big run, they you know they got to win that game, beat probably or beat Eddieville Blakesburg
0: Fremont, then most likely Pella Christian in the uh, district final. Yeah, Pella Christian is another team that I cover that I got. A, they got a shot. Uh, them and uh, uh, West Burlington are my 2 A hopes. Uh, and they're spread out, so they aren't going to play each other until they get to the Dome anyway.
1: Yeah, they are spread out. Let's see, West Burlington, uh, I know they are, I saw them the other day, they are in District 7, uh, yeah, Central Lee, Luisa, Muscatine, Mediapolis, and Dan Buren County, and the openers for that one, and then West Branch would be their, um, their two-seed, and then on the other side for uh, West Burlington, the sub-state would be uh Monticello is the favorite on that side uh and then back to uh, the whole Pelacristian thing they've got Albernet or IOC Regina um on the on the substand on the other side so maybe if Midper and Regina can beat enough teams maybe they'll have uh, uh another rematch here for us uh state uh Berth on
0: the line yeah um it's just it's gonna be a lot of exciting action especially this first round you know uh mm-hmm. there's a lot, a lot of good action and uh uh it's do or die time uh it's uh win or lose it's uh um usually it's it's the uh they, they bracket it so that half of southeast Iowa takes out the other half in the first round uh, but it looks like we got a lot more kind of different matchups this year and i'm excited about it is there any other brackets or anything that you want to talk about um let's
1: see i think i think we've probably mentioned all of the 1a and 2a teams i'll say the 3a It's not out yet, That it comes out later this week. And um, I would imagine that our big schools, you know, we cover for Fairfield, Washington, and Mount Pleasant. Because it's in southeast Iowa and it's a little further away, you know, from the center of the state, usually they all just get scrunched together. Um, I'll say that there is not a team um, out of the five 3A teams in the SEC, which would be Keokuk, Fort Madison, Mount Pleasant, Washington, Fairfield. None of those teams will get a one seat in a sub-state. Um, so I would imagine they're going to take maybe a Marion or a Cedar Rapids Xavier and, um, or a Davenport Assumption or, and, and match them up. Uh, but I would expect in the first round that probably we're going to have some of our three teams playing against each other.
0: Well, it sounds great. Is there any other scores from tonight that you have? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let's look on that Twitter from the uh, Southeast Iowa. Oh, well, uh,
1: Hunter was at a girls game today. I can tell you the Washington girls, uh, could not pick up a win at Burlington uh, tonight. Um, uh, let's see what Tony Rowe has.
0: See a lot of these. These some of these games that are being played are makeup games, and they're not on the schedule. And I don't always see what there is, but we will. Yeah.
1: Uh, through Tony Tony Rowe uh, um, posts a lot, but he posts statewide, so I'm just scrolling through his. Looks like Clear Creek and Mana beat Williamsburg tonight, 56-55. To uh, that's a big one in just kind of the the 3A big picture there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, top team in 4A, Kennedy, 71-57 over Iowa City West in a number one versus number two uh, matchup. So, Kennedy looks like the favorite in 4A.
0: All right. Well, um, that's what games played that we know of. <laughs> that we can yeah, find out the, about. Yeah. Uh, I certainly appreciate you. Did you even get a t- chance to get a bite to eat or anything tonight?
1: Yeah, I went, I went to my favorite place in Fairfield, the, the Taco John's. We used to have a Taco John's where I was growing up when I was about nine years old. They shut it down because they uh, found out that somebody was stealing out of the register. So it's been been, been uh, kind of uh, you know a, a depressing thing that I wasn't able to get it for a few years, but I'm glad
0: that Fairfield has one. Andy Krutzinger, living the dream. Uh, well uh thanks so much for being with us i appreciate your time yeah yeah thank you all right